Hello everyone and uh, Happy New Year to you all. Um, this is the first of uh, a few special podcasts um, which is just highlighting the best of the Patreon episodes that we do. They've been up for around a, about a year or so, so this is just some edited highlights um, to go out for general release really. Um, if you'd like to join us over there, it's patreon.com forward slash Simon and Ross and you get extra episodes and all sorts of stuff and uh, episodes early. Um, so yeah. I uh, hope you enjoy. Uh, there'll be a few of these before we come back for our 100th episode. Ooh. Bye. give the the patrons that's uh, perhaps slightly different because obviously the, the format for the last few has been very much the same hasn't it we've been getting a lot of guests on and asking them what yeah. the top five films are and you know obviously we've, we've done our top films for one another um we can't cram in a lot of the ring series into a one-hour patreon special <laughs> well, i'm sure we'd have tried at first but i don't, uh, I don't yeah. care how big you think the one ring is <laughs> It's not going in. <laughs> no matter how much you lube it up. <laughs> but yeah, oh, how how are you getting on with? Uh, have Have you gone through? You did you go through and watch the Lord of the Rings? By the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know what? I enjoyed it just as much as I always have. <laughs> um, you know, it was actually part of a. Um, so my sister got Fatima and I a present for Christmas, and it's like um, a big film poster and it's it's a hundred films to sort of watch before you kick the bucket type thing. yeah and it's just essentially a giant scratch card so there's a hundred films and each film has a corresponding thing that you scratch off and it's a perfect excuse for me to actually uh get fatima to watch loads of films that she would otherwise <laughs> refuse to watch so i've been looking i'm thinking sweet godfather's on there oh that's one two and three nice Scarface, sweet all these things where she would never watch, but she's now got to. Got to. <laughs> if you want Fatima to do something, it has to come from from it has to come from uh, <clears throat> from a family member or a friend in present form. Yeah, and then she'll I, do it. Ideally, from someone like Mankind or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so we've started scratching those off. We've watched what we watched so far. Um, I think the first one we watched was actually um, Shaun of the Dead. All right, yeah. And it's That's been a while since I've seen that, so I, I enjoyed watching that again. And yeah. I just couldn't believe how uh, familiar the cast was. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and especially when I saw Rafe Spall. Yeah. I was like, fucking how old is he there? About 10. Yeah. <laughs> and about 20 stone as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I forgot, because obviously you, you, it was one of your top, was it your number one in your Halloween? Um, uh, yeah, I think place? it was, actually. Yeah. So, uh, and I'd, I'd, I'd sort of wiped from memory a lot of the bits and pieces you were talking about when you when you said the, the cast yeah and you were like and you'd said you know matt lucas yeah dylan moran um bill nye um rafe spall um and a, a few of the others that i can't remember but uh yeah and i was I, i'd forgotten actually when i went back and watched it i was like fucking hell this is like a who's who of british uh, yeah absolutely comedy and actors yeah. you know um so i really enjoyed watching that and the, um, thing is, the thing is, as well, now, if, if you look at some of the people who've got incredibly small parts, I mean, like Martin Freeman mm, hasn't even got yeah. a speaking role. He literally goes, uh. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like, <laughs> That's where they sort of cut across each other, don't yeah. they? And each one yeah. meets their equivalent. Yeah. In that <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, yeah. I just, I just think, it, I just love seeing, like, I, I mean, British film for me will always. I'll go, I'll gravitate towards something if I know it's British. Yeah. Um, just because of the familiar, the familiarity with it. So like when he's leaving his house in the morning and he's, this, because it's so close to the bone, in, like, like there's certain thing, I'm watching it and I'm getting uh, feelings from it that I don't think I would get from like an American film. So no. for example, when he, he falls asleep on his chair and he's written a note on his, you know, he wrote, writes a note, that sticks it on the fridge that says, like, sort your life out. Yeah. <laughs> Make up with so-and-so, bring yeah. him home, whatever. 
And um, and he wake, obviously falls asleep pissed and wakes up on this chair in the kitchen, sees the note, and it, how he gets up and just walks out the door and goes to get like a, a can of Coke and a Cornetto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and just <laughs> when he got up from the chair and walked straight out, and I could feel like how he must have felt it like tired, hungover, rough, walking around to the shop with your shirt hanging out, like <laughs> just to, and and it really I really felt like he would have felt in that. Yeah. I think I think the only reason I feel that way is because the streets look familiar. Yeah. The corner shop looks familiar. The kitchen, the fridge, the chair, yeah. everything is just like well, I've seen all this. <laughs> I've lived all of this. I've, I've been down to stay with mates at university and done that, you know, falling yeah. asleep wherever you finish up. And then you, you wake up and you fucking just go to the corner shop. You, you're still fully dressed. And it, I, it, I've done that at your house. <laughs> I, I found you curled up asleep outside my bedroom door. And I, and I don't even think we, I don't even think that we hung out that night. <laughs> Just passing, you know, like just like, just like, like a, like a sleeping heartbeat. Simon outside. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so um, that was a good one. Really enjoyed that. Right, I was going to say as well. I've, I've got this ready. Um, where a few years ago, well, it would be July two thousand eleven, oh, ten years ago. Uh, me and Stuart went to see uh, Take That at Wembley Stadium. Right, uh, and um, we stayed with um, Scott and Alice, one of our friends. And it was just around the corner from where they filmed Shaun of the Dead. Uh, it's all invisible, uh, Simon. Oh, oh <laughs> hey, hey, where have I gone? Here I am. <laughs> Simon's just discovered Zoom filters and it's fucking with anything he holds up in front of the screen. I'm glad because he hasn't been wearing any underpants for the last three minutes. Uh, oh, I see it. Turn the filter off. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Have a look oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the shop. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the shop. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm. I've got a can of Coke in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't buy anything. Um, so yeah. Did you not get? Did you, it's it's how he he opens it and he sort of looks at a few cans. Yeah. <laughs> when you're going for a can, you know what you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> You've already made that decision. It's Sprite. Well, I, th I think it's because he at first he he grabs the diet Coke at first, doesn't he? And then he he decides not and gets the the full fat Coke. Yeah. So that was good. Um, that that book's up here because I wanted to show you that when we did the Halloween thing. <laughs> I think you did. Oh, did I? I've, you you showed me that picture before, yeah, oh, of you I in that shop. Yeah, it wasn't as relevant then because it had been years since I've seen it. Yeah. Whereas now it's... Oh, it wasn't relevant because I was talking about it. Now you're talking about it. <laughs> no, because you were talking about a shop and I couldn't remember it. So you right. just showed me a picture of you in a shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but now I remember what the shop looks like. Yeah. And, and coincidentally, it's exactly like the one you showed me. Yeah. So, uh, so your story stands up. Strange, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we've we we so so we watched that, and then and then and then, the, the, the way we're doing it, we've got a system. So I said to Fasma, "Well, this is good because you can pick a film, and then the following you know yeah. time I'll pick." A as film. long as it's on the list. Yeah. As long yeah. as it's on that sheet, and then at the end of it, we scratch it off. Um, together, it's very romantic, and uh, and and, but then obviously it's like um, you know I'm obviously Fatima's like yeah but you're obviously going to pick something that I don't want to watch. I was like yeah but that works both ways. Like, you might pick something that because like Mean Girls is on there and I know you're going to pick it. Um, so instead we've got a system now where Fatima will give me a choice of three, right. And I will pick one of those three, and then the following time I'll give her a choice of three, and that way at least you can get at least that way I can slowly narrow her down to the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> but the other night she gave me the, the the three that she gave me to choose from was um, Spirited Away, which is fantastic. right. Okay, yeah, really good. Big Studio Ghibli fan. Um, the second one she gave me I think was Up. Right. Okay. Which is you know another good one. Yeah. Um, both cartoons, you'll know. Um, because she's got the film taste of a ten-year-old, <laughs> at least the good cartoons. Um, and the last one, which is the one that I settled on, was Dirty Dancing. <laughs> um, honestly, if you said to me, Ross, we're going to watch Dirty Dancing, I'm going to yeah. say, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> uh, you see, in 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 a former life, we. Uh, we uh, I developed a bit of a thing about Patrick Swayze, which is why I had all those pictures to send you of him with horses to hand. <laughs> um, I, I do remember watching Dirty Dancing for the first time and actually quite enjoying it. 
Yeah, it's good. Because it, it, it it's not one of the sort of films that I should like. It's fucking good, man. <laughs> and the music is right yeah. up your street. Yeah, it is. It really and is. and uh, and and it's just because I when I was young, I used to watch two things every single day. <laughs> well, there was three things really that I tended to to, to circulate. There was He Man Masters of the Universe, uh, Dolph Lundgren. Um, <laughs> I've there... never I've never made it through all of that. Oh, yeah. I can't <laughs> tell you how many times I've seen that when I was young. Uh, I'm mean, talking when I was like, um, well, it was when we lived in Undergreens Road and we moved out of Undergreens Road, I think when I was eight or nine. Yeah. So it was between the ages of five and eight, you know, like that. I, I was obsessed. And uh, it was let's, He Man. Let's say six and a half. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah. In fairness, yeah. In, in, yeah. To be fair to all the other years, yeah. good years they were. Um, and and the and the other one was Stingray. If you remember Stingray, what the program? It was like um, Captain Scarlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, love the Stingray. Stingray, 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 Stingray. Stingray. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was quality. Watch that, and and the third one was Dirty Dancing. Right. Okay. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know what part of Dirty Dancing just appealed to like the six and a half year old me. Um, but I just fucking loved it, and 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 it's been a long time since I've watched it because I saw it so many times as a kid. Yeah. I actually, when I watched it the other night, it was almost like the first time I watched it <laughs> because I, I I haven't seen it for Ross. twenty years. <laughs> Did you have the time of your life? Oh, <laughs> I never felt that way before. It's, it's the truth, <laughs> and I owe all, and I owe it all to you. <laughs> you you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Funnily right. enough, Siri just kicked in then, and I said Swayze. <laughs> um, but that, it's, it's not the sort of film I should like. But when when I watch it, I, I do think oh, it is all right. It's I, great. I, I think. I think. Unfortunately, uh, bless bless him. Swayze's acting's not great. Um, it's it's a bit wooden. Um, but those hips, those hips don't lie. Well, apparently it was really <laughs> um, tough to film, wasn't it? Because I don't believe Jennifer Grey and Swayze were no hitting it off. No, he he thought she wasn't taking it seriously, and um, uh, you know all, all those. But you know those bits where he goes like that down her arm, and she and she she giggles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we all laugh at that bit, don't we? Uh, he was really frustrated with her. That apparently that was real. He he was trying to do it properly, and she kept giggling, uh, and he found her he found her frustrating. I, I bet she was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, but they were both very hot. Yeah. Yeah. Like even Swayze, I'm thinking, Christ alive, isn't it? Absolute... Yeah. <laughs> Sheer perfection, nothing short of. Smoked uh, himself to death, unfortunately. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah. But I, I think as well, going back to, um, you know, the feelings of familiarity and being able to relate to something. You remember when Patrick Swayze took your virginity? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep this light and conversational. Go on, go on then. You're talking about fucking the swaz. It's like a um, brute. It's like a brute. That is big game hunting. That. Um, I, I went, uh, you know, the idea of because when I was younger, you know, we, we we did the abroad stuff. Yeah. For my family. And then, and then our mum and dad, you know, we got quite, you know, they got this big sort of eight man tent and we went on a lot of holidays that were obviously in the, in the UK and we would just go to campsites. Um, and I mean, to be honest, this, this goes for whether you're abroad or in a campsite you go. And I always used to meet like, uh, you know, you, you get a girlfriend when you go on holiday and you're about fucking <laughs> seven years old and you, and you meet a girl at kids club. And it, and it would always be like the Thursday, and you and, and you were going on the on the Saturday. So you had a girlfriend for a day. Oh no, I'm talking solid. Like I'd have one for a week and a second one for the next week. I'd have a backup ready, Simon. You just stood at the entrance waiting for the coaches to come in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going back to uh, Sheffield. Oh, it's all right. I believe there's another load coming in from Derby. <laughs> Wigan, oh, I doubt there'll be much going on. <laughs> you realise it's pensioners' week. Hey, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't picky. Um, but uh, yeah, so 
you know that idea of going away and finding somebody and especially when you when you're young as well it's like yeah. uh you, you love all of them you know, <laughs> I, rem- I actually remember there was one particular holiday we went on and it was to um alicudia alicudia bless you <laughs> and uh and I, I i i was sort of friendly with this girl uh, she was called Beatrice. Right. Listening to the podcast, one <laughs> um, and and I met her at kids club. And you know, to be honest, the most impressive thing of it all is I managed to actually secure a, a date, if you want to call it that, the eight-year-old version of a date around <laughs> uh, the swimming pool the following afternoon with both families. Right. Um, and I managed to secure that wearing um short and t-shirt toy story pajamas <laughs> now i definitely couldn't pull that off now i reckon well, i bet you could i'd actually yeah sort of yeah, in the walk the walk yeah. Sort of. <laughs> yeah but um and then and then i remember i didn't actually know when she was going and i went to the arcade and i was obsessed with um playing games to win enough tickets to buy her a, a ring right <laughs> um which i think had an apple on it all the I best remember, ones right. do and uh, and then I went to give her it, and I went to the room, and they'd gone. Oh. <laughs> and I was absolutely devastated. Um, and then I was like, oh, fucking hell. So I went back to the arcade and started playing. And by the end of the day, I'd met another girl and gave her the ring. <laughs> <laughs> the lucky, lucky lady. <laughs> Does in your eyes, little Ross... Where do you go to dream to a place we all know? The land of Ross's dreams. So this one um, I'd written on the 29th of July, 2014. Right, okay. So how old would you be there? Um, well, it was seven years ago. Uh, six years ago. 25. Right, okay. Um, have you seen the Dream Journal? Do you know what it looks like? Oh, it, uh, well, it's got Dream Journal written on the front, so it's good. All oh, right. Oh, so, so it encourages you to write sketches and things? Yeah, so reflect. you get to reflect on prevailing emotions, draw any pictures. And everyone's different. Like, there's certain ones where I have... That's... Um, if you remember, I told you about a dream where I looked through the toilet wall and saw a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, and you uh, was that where your mate was stuck on the wall with beans? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a different one. All but right. You can see there, that, that, that's me pointing. All right. <laughs> I thought you were giving the um, post-apocalyptic world the, the finger. These are all urinals. It's eyes in the urinals. No, that's where you piss. Oh, right. Um, and then this is a hole in the wall. Right. And then this is the post-apocalyptic world afterwards. I mean, it's nothing short of a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> look, look, look how long my finger is. <laughs> well, like ET. And the urinals, the urinals have all got fringe, uh, middle partings. Yeah, I, th- I thought they were noses at first. <laughs> yeah, because... I don't often, um, I think, I don't think I, I, I did many. Um, <laughs> so, do you remember the one I told you about the, um, in being in the high security prison? No. And everyone was trying to grab my balls. Yeah, I think no. I thought, yeah. No. I talked about this one on um, the Lewis episode. Right. Because it's the one where I um, I left and ran my hands along like a red phone box on the way out of this prison. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and I came out of this prison and there was this beautiful garden. <laughs> So, so I've I've drawn a picture of the beautiful garden, <laughs> and then in, in case there, in case there was any doubt about what that was, I've written beautiful garden with an arrow pointing to it. And then if you can see where it says prevailing emotions, I've ticked crap, and then in brackets underneath it written proper. <laughs> so is this all at three o'clock in the morning when you don't really know what you're doing? Yeah, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> This is a this is this is one um, this is a really sh- this isn't the one I was going to read because um, right. it's really short but I'll read it just to show you the picture. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one oh, I must have been on a bit of a I was recording quite regularly of clearly at this stage because um, this was on the twenty second of July two thousand and fourteen. So this was right. a week before the one I'm going to read. <laughs> the, the difficult thing is and, and name a lot of people. 
Right, okay. And obviously the names don't mean shit no. to, to anyone. Um, so I, I guess I'll just, I guess I'll just refer to them as like, this, this, the, the, the person, I, I won't refer to them by name, but it was a girlfriend at the time. Okay. Um, and the dream is called um, McDonald's Apocalypse. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and it's basically, it's only a few lines. It says, me and this girl went into McDonald's for dinner. Um, they fucked my order up. <laughs> she, she was really embarrassed. Everyone began to panic as hailstone the size of bricks came smashing through the windows, started smashing through the windows and breaking all the tables and chairs. <laughs> and, uh, and my picture. That's the picture. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> Splat. It's like an old person with a <laughs> And there's two people at the table. One's clearly me, and it just says, wrong order. <laughs> So this was on the 20, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, I'm, I'm making a conscious effort to be closer to the microphone this time round because uh, <laughs> I always feel like no matter who's on, I'm always the quietest. Yeah, it's because you lie back in the corner. Because I'm fucking chilling. <laughs> well, you can see uh, the pictures of each podcast that we do. You're generally in the background like that. <laughs> I have to zoom in on you quite a bit. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna have to just say the names here because there's there's too many references to not. But well, I, just, I what, I'll, just, I'll, just give the initials. I'll give you a no. I, I will say the names, but I'll give you. A, I'll just say the first names, and I'll give you a bit of backstory. There's somebody called Glenn, right? Who was my sister's boyfriend, right? Um, there's somebody called Og, who's a friend of mine, and there's somebody called um, Richie. Who's another friend of mine. Right. Okay. And I think that might be it's two pager. <laughs> um that might be it. Okay. So this one's called the fire. Okay. And it's a bit of an epic. It's a bit <laughs> it's a bit mental. Is it one. is it your Homer's Homer's Odyssey or whatever it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is my this is my Iliad. Um this is mental, this one. Um I haven't actually read it all through, so there's bits that I Oh, I've, got, I've got no idea what's about to go on. I, I just know it. I just remember it being vaguely epic. Right. And with Glenn in a flat near Church Street. Church Street is a street in Barrow where two of my other friends live. Right. With Glenn in a flat near Church Street, what, uh, watching a film where the viewer chooses the outcome. Right. We go outside repeatedly to smoke joints when Glenn was set upon by homeless folk. <laughs> I'm not even going to... There's certain sentences here where I'm not even... I'm purposely not going to elaborate because oh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't I can't elaborate. Um, I inter... So, 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 so Glenn was set upon by homeless folk. <laughs> That's how I've heard it is. I intervened as a man rode past on a dog camel. Naturally. <laughs> Just to start lines in. <coughs> right, so I've literally written dog hyphen camel. So is, is that was that a, a dog the size of a camel or a camel the size of a dog? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Your dream. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I intervened okay. as a man rode past on a dog camel.
<laughs> Have you never seen a dog come? <laughs> no. <laughs> right, I'll continue. Uh, I think you might. I think you need to say dog camel again, just so it becomes normal. I intervened as a man rode past on a dog camel. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, carry on. Knocking the hobo down. <laughs> screaming, screaming sirens could be heard as police swarmed the area. Right. Thinking that they were arresting me, I begin to run when they stopped me and told me about a fire spreading from Blackpool. <laughs> from Blackpool? From Blackpool. To Barrow? Yeah. Right. Um, uh, toxic gases filled the air as thousands of people run down Dalton Road. Dalton Road is the, is the main sort of town high street through right. Barrow. Glenn is behind me at this point, running along. I pick up a young boy crying on his own. And then in brackets I've written, maybe fictional brother of Glenn. <laughs> Close brackets. And run with him. <laughs> so have you got the scene in your mind? I'm yeah. sprinting down the high street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, love lose... the, I love the fact that even within the dream, you're aware that this fictional brother probably doesn't <laughs> yeah. exist. It's almost semi-lucid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I lose Glenn and see Og and Richie walking past the Duke. The Duke is the Duke of Ed. It's a pub. Right. At, okay. the, at the bottom of Dolan Road. Right. They tell me they are hiding out in the Robin Hood, another pub. Yeah. <laughs> I leave them and run into a pretty girl named Victoria. She is carrying two children and passes a little girl to me. We resume running. I lose the boy. So I've got two kids at this point in my right. arm. Okay. One under each arm. Yeah. Right. I lose the boy and begin running up and down the crowds, swarming Abbey Road, which is the main road at the bottom of Dalton Road. Right. Okay. I'm also giving you a sort of semi-tour of Barrow. Yeah. <laughs> I lose the boy and begin running up and down the crowd, swarming Abbey Road, calling out their names to no avail. Still with the little girl, I run into my mum and she drags me into a church on Park Avenue, further up Abbey Road. Okay. Inside the church. <laughs> Inside the church, people are crying, but also singing hymns with a hip-hop feel-good tune to them. <laughs> I don't think I quite heard that last line. Are you right to say that one again? <laughs> Where would you like me to go from? Um, from the top. <laughs> Inside the church, the people are crying, but singing hymns. Inside, people are crying and singing hymns with a hip-hop feel-good tune to them. <laughs> tone, not tune, tone. With a hip-hop feel-good tone to them. Uh, yeah, that, that's much better, yeah. <laughs> right, continue. At this juncture, some time passes and I am on a helicopter with someone who looks like... <laughs> Fucking hell, this is madness. 
some time passes, I am on a helicopter with someone who looks like Ron Perlman. (laughs) 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 And we are flying over a fire-destroyed Vietnam in an attempt to scavenge supplies for back home. So right. I guess at this case, like Barrow's sort of been swapped out for Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> which is very, a common mistake. Very often happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This is where it all goes a little bit fucking mental. Oh, at this point, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, right. Yeah, this does go mental now. Um, so we're flying over a fire-destroyed Vietnam in an attempt to scavenge supplies for back home. Beneath us are giant glowing rampaging gorillas destroying buildings we land we find stacks of frozen meals and bread (laughs) oh god (laughs) so we land we find stacks of frozen meals and bread stopping briefly we discuss our preferences between white and brown (laughs) as you do as you do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in a fiery gorilla ridden apocalypse that's the first thing you talk about isn't it me and Ron <laughs> so we discuss the differences between white and brown then we begin filling the chopper up right yeah yeah, yeah. naturally yeah wait for that 20 minute conversation to, to finish Perlman Hears something and looks up. At this point, I wake. (laughs) My prevailing emotions were, well, I classed the dream as uh, fantasy and just plain bizarre. (laughs) Yeah, I would. My prevailing emotions were fear, frustration, grief, surprise, confusion, vulnerability, <laughs> anger, and panic. Um, and it says, have you ever dreamed this before? And I've uh, ticked no, obviously. <sighs> so there you go. That's, oh, uh, that, 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 that's the, that's, uh, that'll get broken up into episodes. <laughs> Inside the church, people are crying, but also singing hymns with a hip hop feel good tune to them. <laughs> got some some gold in there so so, so for those listening um i actually um bought simon a dream journal of his own so he can experience this and i know full well you'll have written in it well that this these they're very very short but it's just the it's just tell me three of them no well i've got you've got got two so uh, for some reason so this was last Tuesday night, I think it was. <clears throat> I had a dream that Emily was still at school, and I thought I was... you were supposed to be reading this out to me from the journal. I, I, I know this one. I know this oh, one. Oh, uh, Simon, you're I, misunderstanding the platform. No, I, know, I know this one. I can tell you. I, I, it's this is exactly as it is written down. I, I was picking. I was picking up <clears throat> Emily from school, even though she's not been at school for a, a long time. 
and someone kidnapped me as I was waiting for her to come out. And all they wanted me to do was to get me to say something. And they didn't tell me what it was that they wanted me to say. And I, I was refusing to say it. Without even knowing what it was? Without even knowing what it was. Can hear him out, outside. <laughs> and all they wanted me to do was, was say say whatever it was. Well, you, and, did, you, did you take the whole, uh, I don't negotiate with terrorists? <laughs> yeah, a hard stance from the offset. Yeah. And I, I just kept saying to them, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. The next I knew, I was sat up in bed in real life and I shouted out, I'm not going to say that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I looked, because our mirror, our mirror is, at, is opposite us in bed. And <laughs> I watched myself say it out loud. <laughs> you look at yourself in the mirror and go, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> the night after, bear in mind that I don't talk in my sleep and I never have talked in my sleep. It was... We decided to go to bed. It was, I think it was about half eleven, sort of thing, and I sort of drifted off about about ten to twelve. So I drifted off. In this dream, Charlotte had gone downstairs, found the dog dead, and was shouting up to me. And she was just saying "sigh, sigh, sigh." Which she, she never refers to me as Cy. She only ever refers to me as Simon or that cunt. Um, so, you know, she never refers to me as Cy. In real life, I sat up again and just shouted, Yeah! <laughs> woke Charlotte up. <laughs> <laughs> and then giggled for about 40 minutes. <laughs> Do you think this is to do with the amount that we've been discussing dreams? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've, ne I've never spoken. I've never talked in my sleep. I've never spoken. And I've did it twice in two days. Yeah, I think it's just because you're thinking about it more. Maybe. Maybe. And, you, and you're also thinking about writing shit down and recording <laughs> it and deliver delivering it it's on air. It's content for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, content! But, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was Thursday night. Um, but no, oh, so weird. And the thing is, Charlotte was so pissed off with me because she's. it takes her ages to get off to sleep. Yeah. And she just, just got to sleep. I, I looked at the clock. I don't even asleep for about three minutes. That's when it's more likely to... Yeah. That, that, that idea of sort of, you know, sort of... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more... Because when, when you're in... Uh, in a deep sleep or yeah. like an REM type state, yeah. you're less likely to sort of wake up suddenly. But it's when you're like, for me, sleep paralysis, it doesn't occur in the middle of the night. No. It occurs minutes after I've dropped off. And you start going, look at me. I came home from, um, I had band practice for the first time on Tuesday. Yeah. And, uh, and I got home at about 11-ish. And, um, you know, I don't like to go straight to bed because I've got tunes running through my head. And, yeah. you know, I just like to chill and have a brew and that. So I was in the kitchen, it was about midnight when I went to bed, and Fatima was already in bed by the time I got home. So I went upstairs, <clears throat> and I went into the bedroom, and I opened the door, and she was fast asleep, but when I came in the room, she went, <laughs> and, she, and she sat up super quick. <laughs> and I went, I went, it's all right, it's just me. And she went, bear in mind, this all happened in like a two second. How quickly she reacted to this. I was giggling for fucking ages. I had to go into another room because I was. She went, she went, I came in. She went, Hurr! and I went, "It's all right. It's just me." She went, "All right, bang." <laughs> she went, "All right, bang." Like literally, just fell back in, out, totally out. All right, bosh. <laughs> I told her about the phone. She shouldn't believe me. <laughs> she thinks I make this shit up. <laughs> But that, then obviously I'm sort of thinking, is is this what I do now, <laughs> For, forever? This is you now, Simon. Yeah, but no. Trust me, it, this is you. The more we talk about it, the more you think about it, the more it'll happen. 
I'm, I'm talking from experience here. Welcome, 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 uh, Simon. Fucking hell, it was so <clears throat> It's a great, it's a great play. <laughs> <laughs> at, at ten past twelve, when you're giggling at yourself, then no, yeah. it's not a great place. But no, I know. Yeah, what what, one thing, one thing I do that I just uh, I, there's some nights where I'm I'm so gaseous in the night. <laughs> Keith Sung. Cassies, 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 Oh, 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 Cassies. Come on and rock me, Cassies. Cassies, 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 Oh, 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 Cassies. You get to reuse that fuck out, won't you? Oh, that two hours I spent making that jingle just just proved itself again. Excellent. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, you, I, I, I... this is. <laughs> oh, <no. coughs> Do you remember when you went through that stage of recording yourself at night? Yeah. <laughs> and you just. <laughs> All I got, all I got, was an archive of fat. <laughs> There's the podcast title. <laughs> and our first book title as well. <laughs> I've I've been finding (laughs) Simon Ross podcast (laughs) archive of farts volume one. (laughs) It was you. Let's. Oh, I wonder what I did last night, and all it is. (laughs) Well, didn't didn't you say it's because you have to force your farts out? Yeah. My problem is I've got a very tight sphincter. It's always been my issue. And and it means that I can't I can't just you know like most people can just fart and it just slips out nice and you know quiet as you like. <clears throat> Whereas I can't like I'm, I I won't fart unless it gets to a certain point and I've got to I've got to push it. <laughs> oh dear! Oh fucking hell! I was gonna die then. <laughs> I thought I was gonna say. You, you... <laughs> You might need to shout Charlotte. <coughs> oh dear. Oh. 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 Right, back in the room. <laughs> and what it means is that in, in in the night I'll wake up because my body's like, you need to get this out. But it's like a it's like a double barrel shotgun. <laughs> Bang! Fatima even said the other night, she said, I thought because of how it rever- re- reverberated reverberated, reverberated, reverberated <laughs> around the room. She thought I was in another room. Was that you doing it then, reverberate, reverberate? <laughs> <laughs> she thought I'd actually gone into another room to do it. She was like, I didn't even think you were in the room. I thought that what I was listening to was just the echo, but it was just so, but it's like, it scares her. The amount of times I've farted at night, she's gone, fucking hell. <laughs> and, and I'm laughing my head off because I've, I've woken up and my body's gone, you need to get this out if you stand any chance of going back to sleep, right? Push it. And it's just so powerful. It's. <laughs> It's like Thanos clicking his finger. I think I, if I didn't know any better, I'd say there was an infinity stone in my sphincter. <laughs> One of the gassiest ones. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, how long would it take for Thanos to realise it's in someone's asshole? <laughs> uh, probably a while, to be fair. He's not the brightest, is he? Oh, where uh, is it? Fucking hell. <laughs> I can smell it. <laughs> Where the hell is this last stone? 
He has to have, he has to, he has to, he has to have a sleepover with me, and one night it just hits the wall. I'm not even too sure what bit you're laughing at. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> it's all merged into one. Oh, it's the <laughs> gaseous raised its ugly head again, <laughs> and the incredibly tight sphincter. It is. It, 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 the thing is, it's, it's a legitimate problem. I have a very tight sphincter. <laughs> That's not fair. Because <laughs> they can't see your fingers while you're doing that. Very tight sphincter. My action of describing a tight sphincter is the same as Francesco describing a nice pasta dish. <sighs> but it, yeah. it, 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 it actually means that you, you, you wake up in the night and it, it quite often with like, it's quite uncomfortable because you get, you, you, I remember, right? I remember when I went on a, a, a date with this girl and um, I went to a house. No, was, I think it was a second date or something. And she invited me around her house and she was cooking. And she cooked up like, you know, really gaseous vegetables. And it was, it was like chickpeas and sp sprouts and, you know, all the really sort of, <laughs> you know, Trumpton type. <laughs> It was, uh, what was it, Barney McGrew? Yeah, it's Hugh Grew, Barney McGrew, Cuthbert Dibblegrub. Yeah, it was all yeah. them on a plate. <laughs> it, it was it was a Trumpton dish. <laughs> and, uh, and and I remember, like, you know, obviously you don't just, you know, you're not, you don't feel comfortable enough to just fart. And, and, and I was having this big gaseous build-up all the evening, and we sat there. And she lived in a flat, so her fucking toilet was right next to the living room. And I, so I couldn't even go and get it out. So like, if I go in there, and it, it's just going to be, it's going to be like, it's, it's just, it's going to be like a minigun going off. That's what it's going to be like. So I kept it in, and I was in fucking agony all night. <laughs> Coming out your ears and everything. I was in absolute agony. I was just like blowing up. I call Augustus Gloop. And, and 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 so so what happens is I wake up in the night and my stomach will be sore because my, my, my sphincter just clings on to stuff. But... <laughs> you you wasting all these titles on one podcast, Ross. <laughs> this could see us through. <laughs> so you've just got to you just got to push. <laughs> <coughs> or maybe you did you you got that app where it records you during the night of any because you're doing it to see if you talk to your sleep weren't you or something i was trying to catch my sleep paralysis sounds yeah yeah and all it did was like 50 minutes of farts so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to this one listen to this one And you think, bloody hell, I must have been talking loads. There's all sorts here. <laughs> and it was it was just a fat archive. The thing is, and I know that there would have been a lot in there of me talking, but um, I think it only records like <laughs> it records like the first like three instances of noise in the night, and and then you got to pay for the yeah. you know, if you want to. So, so all I had was three farts per <laughs> evening. <laughs> I think I'd have bought you the app. <laughs> Would have been worth it. It would have filled twenty minutes on the podcast. Maybe I will just like pay for like a month of it. Or something. I mean, it's only like three quid. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, you send it to me as a WAV file, and I'll uh, I'll put some hip hop feel good beat over it. <laughs> it's all how you perceive value, isn't it? Because to me, like three <laughs> fourteen nights of farts is worth three quid. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's like three quid. It's like I'd fucking I'd like. I'd go into a shop and, and you know, get a, a, bottle, a bottle of Pepsi and a Snickers, then come close. Yet, yeah, I'm not willing to drop three quid on an app that's going to uh, record me farts. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not kidding you. So it's, it's fucking ludicrously loud <laughs> at points. I'm, I'm half worried I'd blow my speakers in me. <laughs> I might have to get a subwoofer installed. <laughs> to handle it. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, oh fucking hell. It's funny though, because sometimes, like, sometimes <laughs> I'll do it, and obviously you're half asleep, so it's like you know whatever. Like you don't like fucking wake up and be like, whoa, let's talk about that. Like it happens all the time, so it's like whatever. But sometimes it happens, and I'll just, I'll just, I'll just hear that. I'm gonna go fuck sake. Fuck sake. If she's awake, she'll go Jesus. <laughs> uh, but are you like that during the day as well? No. I was, we were actually talking about this yesterday, actually. Is, uh, you know. You're all right with all this going out, aren't you? Hey? You're all right with all this going out, aren't you? Yeah, fuck it. Something bit. <laughs> this is what you guys are paying for. <laughs> You're literally funding me to record my facts. <laughs> Um, we were talking about this yesterday because I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll sit here all day working. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not particularly gaseous. <laughs> he says whilst belching into the microphone. <laughs> no, I'm drinking beers, man. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not. It's, it's with, well, well I, you know, what I think a lot of it's got to do with is I'm, I'm pretty much a vegetarian because of Fatima. So, I, I, I like, you know, five or six, six nights a week we eat vegetarian. Yeah. And then, and then, and then once a week. It, usually, it's not even that. It's once every two weeks we'll get a takeaway. Yeah. And then I'll get some meat on something, or I might um, treat myself to a steak midweek. But rarely, nine times out of ten, we eat vegetarian. And I, and I, and I, oh, and me, I medium rarely. And I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's to do with like just the sheer amount of vegetables. Like maybe it does something to to, to me. Um, because it's like, you know, yeah, you, like I say, very gaseous vegetables. And I, I think it must have some, <laughs> it must have some impact. Because I, I, because we'll, I, I won't be, I won't be farting at all. And then we'll, we'll, we'll be sat watching telly an hour or so later, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> and I'm thinking, why is this? <laughs> Like, what's the explanation? It has to, it's all to do with what you eat. It has to be. And the only thing I've eaten is gaseous veg. Sorry, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) 
Oh, should we call it that? <laughs> I think we can, yeah. <sighs> I think you're, you're running the risk of cracking a rib, yeah. Oh, tell you what, I, I don't need to do my abs tomorrow. Gassiers, 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 Stars in your eyes, little Lewis, where do you go to dream? To a place we all know, the land of Lewis's dreams. Can you remember any weird dreams that you've had, either recently or or in the past? Fucking hell, you missed four minutes notice. <laughs> well, no, it's zero minutes notice. I need it now. I must, am, be, uh, must you, be able to think of something. No, ugh, fucking hell. I have a lot of, all my dreams are running away from stuff, though. That's like, I know there's some big, deep, subliminal thing yeah. going on there, but it's, um, every time I have a dream, it's literally... I'm running away from the police. I'm running away from somebody trying to chase me. And I do actually get away, which is the difference between most of other people's running away dreams. <laughs> but but um, yeah, and it's not just me and my own. It's, it could be friends, it could be family that I'm running away with. Yeah. Uh, either that or a lot of, um, I seem to dream that I can jump like fucking Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I like swear. Am I not like swear? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's so uh, like I have a lot of dream that I Hulk, can, like, Hulk isn't a swear word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Marvel or Sue was just saying it once. Yeah, no, it's a lot of um, a lot of either running and jumping, parkour style stuff, and then you know suddenly two and a half mile jump. Right. Okay. A bit like Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's that's two Marvel people. We, we'll get in trouble now. <laughs> I did have one where I worked in a car garage. <laughs> and um, halfway through the shift, um, the pur- it suddenly turned into the purge. Like at that one time, whilst I was at work, so we all had to evacuate out of the back of the car garage. But Gypsy was with me, right? At work, so we all kind of then had to jump in a car and try and, you know, like them zombie games where you run people over and just. <laughs> well, that was happening, but I can't really remember anymore to tell that off to give you a proper ending to that. But that's kind of. Again, it's always it's always running away of some sort. So there must be, like you said, there must be some explanation for that. Let me have a. No, I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> Deeply unhappy. Dream explanation: running away. Running away in dreams is associated with running away from a situation in waking life. It is important to recognise what you're running away from in this dream state. It may be that you need to remove yourself from a situation. This could be a relationship or an alternative family conflict. This, this is turning into counselling. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, though, because I kind of, I kind of get that. I kind of understand that that's the reason behind it. But there's absolutely nothing. You'll uh, admit is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like, you know, even the times when I've been, I know when I think I'm comfortable. I'm yeah, whatever. And even then, you just don't know. I still have the dreams. I'm still running away from something, even though I'm as happy as ever. I I used to have a dream for for years, years and years and years and years, that I was falling and I was falling and falling and falling and falling. And then you know, just as you you hit, just about to hit the ground, I'd wake up in a start, and. I'd, I'd have all sorts. I'd just be walking along the street, and I'd step off a curb, and then I'd be falling for for miles and miles and miles. And I I, I don't know if it was something to do with heights or something like that. Um, You're scared of heights? I, well, um, I didn't think I was, and then uh, I went. 
Upsailing. Remember when I went? Not abs. Yeah, upsailing and climbing. Do you remember when I showed you the pictures going around that place in Wales? Yes. <laughs> and I think I was always paranoid of being attached to something and falling off. So obviously, upsailing is exactly that, isn't it? And yeah. then we did this abseil thing, and I had one instance where I slipped, and I thought, "Oh, that's it!" And the rope just caught me. And I thought, "Well, as as long as the rope's connected to something, and it's and it's and I've never, never, ever had that dream since. Oh, it just completely stopped. So deep down inside me, I must have been scared of heights in some way, and that forced me to get over it. Really odd. You've just reminded me. I used to have a recurring dream, and." Three years on the bounce when I was younger, it happened on exactly the same day, you know, on the year, mm. on the annual. And it was always, and it was my mum's my friend's old house. I was always in there. I don't know whether it's because I probably spent a bit of time there while she was there. I don't know. Yeah. Where we but it was always running, again, running away from a pirate thing. And it, I'll always remember it. Typical, you know, like the old school cartoon animated pirate films and his massive square shoulders with a tiny parrot on his thing. He's got a <laughs> leg and all this. And he, I always used to run. It was a terraced house, so the stairs kind of went. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the back on themselves, and I remember getting to the second to top step, the same floor, and every single time I had that dream, and I remember looking down, and you were just dum dum, dum dum, with the wood leg, with them like just coming up <laughs> the stairs towards me, and I never, I never, I always woke up before he got to me. Right. It happened. It, it was May the twenty seventh. <laughs> Work that out. I haven't had it for probably 10 years or so now, but yeah. It was. So are you scared of Johnny Depp? Is that what it is? <laughs> there's, there's one more short one that might be worth tagging on to this, and it's right. an older one. It was, in, it was in 2014. Okay. And uh, and I've called it, it's called Prison. Okay. And it's more the, word, it's more, it's more the way I've worded part of this that made me laugh. Um, and this is probably, this might be, will it be before I knew any of you? I'm not sure, 2014, six years yeah. ago? Yeah, it would have been. Before the yeah. suit with the beanie hat. <laughs> and it, <laughs> it says, um, it says, I am to spend a month in a high security prison that offers lectures almost like a very low ranking university. I am terrified as there are some proper ruffins about and everyone is constantly trying to grab my balls. <laughs> I'm trying to find a, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to find a classroom where I am going to take a class in American history when I come across a huge garden. It looks like something in the Lake District. It has waterfalls and spectacular vistas. Walking through the gardens, I see a barrier that has been left open. I run away from the prison. And this is the last sentence is really confusing. It says I see a barrier that has been left open. I run away from the prison. And the last sentence says, running my hands along a red phone box on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have daffodils around your hair? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that, that's almost like that's almost like a shot in a film, isn't it? Yeah. Like a hand brushing against the red phone box. Like, it's really weird. I thought, of, of that entire, that last sentence for me, I was like, what the fuck was that about? But, um, yeah, there you go. Well, I, 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 I was going to say this for the dreams episode, but I, I will tell you one of my dreams. I've already read this to, to Lewis. Um, so here, here's the second of my three dreams that I've written down. Are you ready? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sat on the toilet and it's not painful, but it's uncomfortable. It feels like I'm passing a rope. When I'm done, <laughs> when I'm done, the bowl is full of lots and lots of worm-like shits that are moving but are not alive. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and he woke up to shit all over the bed. Worm-like shits. <laughs> You walk up and Charlotte's gone to her mum's and you're covered in your own shit. <laughs> Again. Uh, right, well, did, you, did, you say, did you say passing the rope? Yeah, passing. You know when you have such a big poo, it feels like it's come from almost your chest. No, just me? Hello, is this thing on? Hello? <laughs> <laughs>
You mean when it touches the bottom of the toilet before it breaks? <laughs> <laughs> you need to pinch it off so you can have a, di- a different channel. Reverberated, 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 reverberated. <laughs>